0: podcast
1: episode three of the unnamed podcast where we drink booze talk about movies yeah, life and big for sponsors and beg for sponsors because you can never have too many sponsors i am willing to sell my ass for a sponsor i don't care who it is row house anybody guys i drive a mean
0: moped i need to decal that baby up. i
1: will slap any bumper sticker on the back of my car yeah I, UPMC, Pittsburgh Cultural District. Anybody? Yeah, that that last one's not a thing. But the Pittsburgh Cultural District, the Pittsburgh Cultural Trust. You're close. Same, same thing,
0: dude. Same yeah, same fucking yeah. thing. I mean, if you were sponsored by them, they would not be
1: happy if you. Could if if, that. if we were sponsored by them, I would get it right though. I would yeah, know true. the name. You know. True. I'm about five beers in right now. I've been drinking since like eight o'clock. It's 2.30 right now. We're up because Alden is waiting for his little sister year. to come in.
0: Yeah, she's uh, coming in from good old Charlestown, West Virginia. And, uh, is that me? Yep. And, you know, her train, Weird. I guess her train hit a tree. that was just what? laying in the middle of the train tracks. and uh, No one yeah. detected that shit? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess not, but... So, and then, I know that train ride, there is not a lot of service, so I just, just texted yeah. her, like, an hour before she was supposed to get in, like, hey, how's it going? And she finally uh, borrowed somebody's phone that did, had, did have service, and uh, she contacted us and told us that the train had stopped.
1: So, she was originally supposed to get in at 12 o'clock yeah, at midnight,
0: and it's, now
1: it's 2.30 and she's about an hour and a half away. Yeah, she should be in at 3.30 or 4, so... Oh, God. It's her first train ride ever. She'll probably never ride a train ever again after this.
0: And, uh, it's like her first solo travel experience.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> at so least that's... it's on a train. That's a contained yeah. environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah There's yeah. other people on there, I'm sure. So it's pretty contained. It's, at least she's not by herself, like, on a plane or anything yeah. that's, like, delayed. That would be well, terrifying. I mean,
0: Wouldn't it be terrifying if your plane hit a tree? <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please relax. Oh, dear God! this is in a fucking tree! <laughs> Gary, I told you to lay off the Xanax before we started flying. Ladies and gentlemen, I just woke up from a deep nap. I don't know where we're at. We're above the Atlantic Ocean right now.
0: Autopilot was not on. <laughs> <laughs> we're about 10,000 feet lower than we're supposed to be, so... Uh, we almost oh, crashed. Watch out for that tree! You don't have any idea how close to
1: death we all were. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that quote-unquote turbulence... That was me waking up and grabbing yeah. the wheel.
1: <laughs> that was me grinding my coffee. Um. All right, what's 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 been new in your life, Alden? What have you, what have you been doing since we last recorded? What have I been doing? Uh, you know, not much. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. You're always doing something.
0: I, yeah. I mean, how much do you want to? How much you want You may get Stop just, just
1: talk about what you've been
0: doing. I uh, attended a wedding. You attended two weddings. I no well no I attended a wedding and then I worked a wedding.
1: Uh, same thing. They're different. Yeah,
0: they're different. The attending when I attended a wedding, it was in the Can you drink record. at
1: a wedding that you work at? Did you?
0: Drink uh, at a my girlfriend does not like for me to drink at a wedding that I work at because my Fuck, girlfriend I mean. gets drunk in about one beer. Mm. But, yeah, but so, you don't. I mean, no, I don't. And you so far, have a beer. Right. So far, I've been able to swindle the groomsmen to give me a beer before. We started before the ceremony because Hannah and I split up before the ceremony. She photographs the bridesmaid, the bride and the bridesmaid.
1: I, I, for a second, when you were just like, Hannah and I split up, I was like, wait, what <laughs> the fuck did you just <laughs> drop right now? I was like, wow. no, 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 no. I was like, holy shit, man, no, we're about we're to get good. fucking serious.
0: Yeah, no, we, we split the duties. Hannah, like, when the bridesmaids are getting ready and the groomsmen are getting ready, I go photograph the groomsmen because I'm a man and.
1: Because you, know, you got a penis Yeah,
0: I guess I can relate to them more Because me?
1: Hannah doesn't know how to photograph men Yeah Only men's with dicks know how to photograph men But so far <laughs> I've been able to convince these men to, to. Hey man, I got a dick too You mind if I take your picture? Yeah, bro
0: Well, no it, Yes, but no <laughs> I, I'm just like I just like sympathize with them Because all groomsmen want to do on the day of their buddy's wedding Is get drunk so yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I I usually make the joke like, because it's usually a hot day. So I usually make the joke, how are you supposed to stay hydrated without drinking beer? Or your Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> you're right. Do you want a beer? And I'm like, yeah, but don't tell my girlfriend. And yeah, then, Mandelza, I don't tell her. Then after the wedding is done, I tell her, and she gets mad at me, and it's it's a it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good it's a good five
1: minute argument, right Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I,
0: she's mad. And I'm but
1: like, was the beer worth it though? isn't all beer worth it? Yeah, it's true. Um, unless it's like Miller Lite or some like course. It was Coors.
0: Oh shit. Uh, this Okay, yeah, maybe not worth it. Then. This particular
1: one was Coors. The one before that was. That's just Miller. water. Why would she even be upset? That's just drinking water. Hannah would get drunk off of it. That's pathetic. I'm sorry, Hannah. Mm-hmm. I love you, Hannah. You're like the you're the best, but like that's just pathetic.
0: Nobody's perfect. True.
1: She's close, but she gets drunk she cannot, off of his yeah, life. She cannot hold her
0: weight when it comes down. <laughs> no,
1: we know that. New Year's Eve 2018. Hey, know yeah, know I, I have much room to talk. Is this podcast actually going to be a movie review podcast? Or is it just going to be a time when we. Uh, this podcast is about. See, here's the thing, man. I think the best podcasts are when people are just, you know, unabashedly just having a conversation. It's about movies. It's about life. It's a good mix of everything in between, you know? I agree. So I think we start out, I think how we should do is just start out about how our weeks have been going since we last recorded, and then get into the movie. All right, well then I have something
0: I want to talk to you Ten. about. Yep.
1: Going again. Because,
0: um, all right. This, is, this, this upcoming topic is something that I know Kyle's not really fond of, Jeez. so I think it'll be uh, an interesting conversation. Kyle, Kyle, tell the audience how you feel about YouTubers and vlogging.
1: Hey guys, is it's that it. it? Is that all I can say? That's um, I okay. That awesome. I mean, like, I go back and forth on the whole fucking issue. It's just like, I've, I've, the majority of YouTubers is it's it's just fucking it's it's so fucking dumb. It it's pandering to the lowest common denominator of viewer, and you know, it's just basically hey guys this is what's been going on oh my god oh my god this this that donald trump is a piece of shit blah 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 blah. okay i'll see you next week guys bye that's it that is the majority of the youtube community right there don't you agree the rest Uh... the rest is people going to like and reviewing disneyland every fucking week and then like People doing movie reviews, and that—that's it. That—that's all YouTube. The the majority that YouTube has to offer. That's it. I disagree. And
0: and here's my argument. Okay. You're a big fan of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, aren't you? I am.
1: I I, I un un-shamely love that show. It is modern soap operas. The way people used to watch soap operas about 10, 20 years ago is the same way people watch reality TV like the Kardashians, the Osborns. I don't watch Jersey Shore, but Jersey Shore is the same thing. It's the same thing, it is just in a different context. And here's my argument, is that YouTube and people vlogging is the
0: same shit. Just first person. It,
1: no, dude, the Kardashians is way more entertaining than anything I could find on I, YouTube.
0: Well, and that... I mean To each their own I think It's way better
1: storytelling I'll give it that
0: Well there's a lot More to it (laughs) You know how much Shit goes into Making an episode Of the Kardashians A lot of shit dude The editors
1: should be Fucking awarded The editors should be Listed first Yeah exactly The editors make That fucking show But So I I brought this Whole topic up
0: Because I spent way too much Of last week um, Concerned about Two vloggers Relationships they're, so, the, I've, like a I've couple, shown, like, yeah, yeah a, a couple. Okay. Like I, I've shown you a couple uh, vlogs from David Dobrik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you seemed lukewarm about him. Yeah, he's alright. Right. And there was an old guy in in the. If you remember, his name is Jason Nash. He's like he's like forty five.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and remember. He, he's yeah.
0: dating. Uh, like a better word a porn star I guess she's more of an adult
1: model she's she, not a... she fucks on film
0: yeah but I don't, okay, think, she, she, I don't, don't think she, she has sex anymore I think it's just nudes so she takes pictures yeah of her new body and puts right. them on the internet Okay, cool but that's she's whatever. also that's hard she's also
1: know? a vlogger okay cool she does other she, does she was like, like I don't have to fuck on film anymore I can right. just take pictures and then just talk about how I take nude pictures right <laughs> uh so they,
0: they've been dating for a while, and then they broke up, and it was this whole thing, and they were going back and forth, and, like, posting, like, 30-minute videos of, like, like, Trisha the woman, she, like, posted the first one, and was like, we broke up, because I'm too fat for Jason. That was the title of the, her Is video. she's fat? She's large. She's yeah. chunk. She's got yeah. some,
1: she's got some cushion for the pushing Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I... I'm a fan of that yeah, man. I'm, me too. I, dude, I, I here's the thing, man. I would date a girl with a fat ass and with eight tits than a girl with double D's and no ass. I need an ass. Yes, I agree. I That's, agree. I need it. But anyway, <laughs> I'm it sorry, was mom is just <laughs> it was just like so
0: because they would like post like thirty minute videos going she was like, He called me fat, he told me to eat better, he told me to lose weight and then maybe he,
1: he's just concerned for your
0: health. Right. And then his respon- his response was I didn't call you fat. I didn't tell you to lose weight. You said you were feeling sick, and I said a healthier diet would help that. And it just went back and forth, and it was like, it was incredibly melodramatic. Yeah, but it was it it's was entertaining
1: as hell, though. It was a it was a guilty pleasure for the week. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. the thing, man. Those thing, that shit just sucks you in. It's like yeah. it's like the TV show Thirteen Reasons Why for me as well. It, is, it a, is it a great show? No. Not by the standards of what the golden age of television has been offering. None whatsoever. Is it pulpy? Is it entertaining? It sucks me in. It's melodramatic. And it just, it hooks me with the most um, over-the-top performances and storylines. But it's not great TV. But I still watch, I still binge it, you know, because I just can't get enough of it. Sure. i wouldn't like recommend that show to you i wouldn't recommend that show to someone like who is a serious filmmaker yeah but someone that just likes if can just get easily sucked into a storyline i would easily recommend that too because i just uh, like for me i'm a compulsive i just like i watch something and i need to finish it you know yeah, yeah so like netflix is netflix and me have a very like weird relationship i'll just like watch a tv show and i'll fucking yeah. stay six hours and watch the whole shit you know yeah i can't do that but i can and i feel fucking terrible every time i do it <laughs> uh but
0: yeah it was just it's really interesting and, and like the crazy thing i agree that like the some of the content that vloggers put out or youtubers put out is not really the best like Jason Nash's his videos themselves are like twenty minutes long and they're not that interesting.
1: Yeah, but you gotta twenty minutes these, is really pushing it. You got to be really entertaining. Yeah,
0: but you have to give him credit. Whoa, sorry to interrupt, we're, wa- we're watching. There's an infomercial on the TV to give us some ambient light, and this <laughs> this beard trimmer thing is going on, and they just showed an adjustment that you can put on the beard trimmer to trim the ear hair. Oh shit. And, F, like, the beard trimmer's, like, whatever, but that ear trimmer seems legit.
1: Here's the thing, man. Here, here's here's my million-dollar idea right now. For an attachment for your razor or beard trimmer or whatever to go up underneath your ball sack right in the taint area.
0: Kyle, it's, that, just, it's
1: called turning your forward-facing camera on and putting it down there. Nah, and, dude. Nah, dude. Because, okay, so you got your camera down there. Now you just got a view of your fucking taint. You gotta razor that shit, man. I'm not going down there with my razor because I'm gonna shave my beard with that shit. I'm not gonna get no fucking you know, tooth particles in my mouth. How the fuck am I supposed to shave Some that shit? Some of the shit
0: you're particular about baffles me.
1: Do you just take your normal beard razor and just shave down there and your taint? And I, your ball I take. Sack? I take my trimmer.
0: This 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 guy.
1: You take that and just shave your nutsack and your taint with that. Yep. <sighs> fuck, dude. Then you're shaving your fucking mouth with that shit. Yeah, you can wash it, Kyle. How that doesn't get rid of it? It's still there, Kyle. so does We need lie. we need we need a separate razor for the taint. So just buy a second one. And for the ass hairs, because you know just your ass gets a second them, one. Not, it, it's like no, no. You need a second. You need a smaller trim because I, I'm, my hands gonna cramp up using that fucking thing going in my fucking underneath my balls. Hey, underneath you my need my fucking to exercise or. your hands, man. Do you know how much I jerk off. Let's not talk about <laughs> hand exercises, right? I jerk off. Okay, look, look here. Minimum, minimum, jerking off twice a day when I wake up, so I wake up fully. Because you wake up, you check your phone, you jerk off to fully wake up, and then you wash, you wash it off, you wash, you know, all your junk off, and then at night to fall asleep because you're restless, you're fucking rolling around and shit. Jerk off, boom. I'm I'm out in like 15 minutes after I jerk off.
0: You know, people were probably God. interested by the first two episodes of this podcast. And, and guess just, what?
1: This is what the podcast really is about. People look at the
0: title of this podcast and they're like, Kyle and I review Predator. And we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're 17 minutes in and we haven't even said, hey guys, we're going to review
1: Predator. <laughs> if you've seen my new short film, you know I'm <laughs> I am a huge advocate of jerking off.
0: Yeah, it's been an awkward filming session, guys. Let me tell you. Let me tell
1: you what. (laughs) Anyway. That was... I almost just ruined my laptop right there.
0: Kyle, there's about two ounces of beer. That's not going to ruin your
1: laptop. That would ruin my laptop. My laptop is about, what, five years old right now? The littlest bit of water that gets into that, it would fuck it up unconditionally. Let's play a game. How much more can it? be? <laughs> <take? laughs> fuck up a five-year-old Mac. It's already pretty fucked. I'm not going it, to fuck it up six any further. years at this point. 2000, 2018, I got in 2012. That's six six years. years. Fuck, dude. Yeah. We've known each other for six years. I've lived in goddamn Pittsburgh for six years. Good job. Where's my life gone? Good job. I've lived in... In that six years, I lived in Philadelphia, then back in Lancaster, and then in Trinity, North Carolina.
0: Here we are, back in Pittsburgh.
1: And now I move back in Pittsburgh.
0: Here we go. Anyways, you gotta give the YouTubers credit.
1: Cause Look, they they're hard-working, bank. hard-working motherfuckers, and they yeah. make a shit ton of money. Yeah. Alright? I, I give them that credit. I mean, I wish I could make that much money. Right. I feel like... I don't know, man. It's just... When, when, you're, when you're like a YouTuber, it's just like, whatever, I just put out this content every day and I make money off of it. And I'm, I'm still kind of just in that zone where I'm just like, I kind of just want to be an artist and I just want to make money off of the shit that I make, you know, that I'm proud of. I just don't want to be churning out a daily vlog just because it's easy just be, yeah. saying, Hey guys, this is what I'm doing, and my life is bullshit. And yeah, no, I, I get that. I'd, st- I would just like, you know, for people to like see my shit and just be like, yeah, I related to that, and okay, I give you money. Yeah,
0: I, I think it, it, it just really depends on what you are looking to get out of YouTube. You know, like, yeah.
1: Uh, for the me, the people, the people that make bank are the people that just post daily stuff, basically. and that have a following. You know, that's yeah. really it. It, it. I mean, if, if. You don't see, you know, like Hiro Mirai putting out like daily, you know, quality content and making money right. off of it. You know, that's just not a thing. You know.
0: Yeah, but but he doesn't have to do that because he had he gets paid to make Atlanta and Fantastic. Just America. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean, there's there's everybody's got their own way to do things. Yeah. I think I think YouTube, if you put the effort in, is like a valid, it's a valid career option at this point. If you
1: put the method in, but um, if you put the effort in, because, uh, but the effort is every day you need to post something. That's the effort. Well,
0: no, I mean, you'd be surprised how many people don't do every day. Like, like, a lot of the most successful people do, like, three times a week or something. Like okay. That. And, I mean doing it every day is an easy way to get notoriety and get a lot of subscribers but like that's it doesn't guarantee that that it's gonna be that way
1: all right keep riffing off youtube i'm gonna go grab another beer all
0: right beer. i am per- I, can you grab me another beer too yeah i got you i personally am very fond of youtube um I find it to be very entertaining, and it's nice, because pretty much everything I watch on YouTube is under 10 minutes, so, like,
1: damn, dude, we only got two beers left. Oh, all right. These are the last two. Nice.
0: I, uh, I'm a very busy boy, and I, it's hard for me to, a lot, like, an hour of time to sit down and watch a TV show or something like that, so it's, it's really easy for me to, during dinner, just sit and watch YouTube because I could watch two videos while I eat dinner and then then get back to my thing. Yeah, I think it's a a great thing, Um, mostly because YouTube's like the second largest search engine in the world, or on the internet, rather. Um, So it's great, like when I'm building my bus, I almost always look at YouTube first and see, okay, I want to grind out some things on my floor this weekend. Who's done it on YouTube? How? Let me watch a couple videos to make sure I'm doing it. How... Everybody else has done it. So it's, it's, a, it's a very nice community in that sense. And, and my goal with YouTube is just to, to give back to that community. And um, really just, yeah, just give back to it in a meaningful way. Like, I've, I've learned a lot about bus conversions. So mm-hmm. when I'm doing my own bus conversion, I'm filming it, and eventually I'm going to edit it and put it out on YouTube mm-hmm. eventually. And yeah, eventually. I, I have a lot of things that anybody that actually knows me knows that. You're a very busy boy. Very busy and very bad at managing myself.
1: We were supposed to film at six thirty today, we didn't start till eight thirty. Yeah, well that was
0: work. <laughs> hey guys, I work for this thing called Fit, F I T T. Fit with two Ts. Hey, On if you any... wanna
1: sponsor us Fit. <laughs> <laughs> no, not going to happen. They're not going to sponsor
0: <laughs> us just sitting here drinking beer and talking about jerking off, that's for sure. Hey,
1: jerking off is a physical activity. Yeah, I mean... I, I so. sweat. <sighs> I get into it.
0: I, I guess. But, yeah, follow us on Fit City. On <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Fit City. Unshamed. Just, Unshamed uh, just put out our first big IGTV video, and that's why I had to postpone filming today, because... It kept exporting incorrectly, and then even after I thought I did it correctly, Instagram was like, "Psych, you can't have
1: a video that's that Whoa. high quality." And IGTV, what up? Yeah, so that's that's such a weird thing. IGTV, like, yeah, the, no, the the four uh, gigabyte. Yeah, yeah it um,
0: was. Like, it's like I was really proud of the video, so I wanted to export it at a high resolution. I was yeah. like, "All right, let me export it." I'm not going to get technical with you guys, but it, it was a four gigabyte file. It was, it was a bluff. It was a buff It was four point zero six and Instagram replied when we had tried to upload it, you can't have anything over four gigs. So, so weird. Yeah. So weird. So then in the middle of filming I had to export it again at a lower quality and that was set.
1: It still looks good. Yeah, it looks good. It still looks good. It does look good. I was I was pretty impressed by it. Thanks, man. Watching it from afar. It was pretty yeah. good. You didn't no, actually that... watch it. I saw some clips of it. It was yeah. pretty good. You saw some clips while I reviewed my export. Yeah, and that that shot of the trees yeah, from the bottom, the that traffic. was amazing. Yeah, I even said it when I was standing there. I was like, yes. that was dope all as right, fuck. All right.
0: To your credit, you said that. <laughs>
1: um, today was actually our last day of filming, the uh, short film that we've yeah. been filming for about uh, almost a month now. Yep. And um, I'm uh, pretty proud of it so far. Um this, this whole thing started out uh, as um, my, uh, my commentary to how relationships are formed and dealt with in the uh, 21st century, how social media and um, texting and how those affect our relationships with uh, women, not just particularly women, but men and whatever, what, your love interest really. And I wrote this back in, back in like March, I think, just from, just from my experiences uh, in relationships. Everything that I write is really very personal. I feel like as a writer, you really have to just dig deep within yourself and put your personal experiences out there on paper to connect with people. Because like, I mean, that's just the stuff that I uh, am attracted to the most as a writer and as a filmmaker um so for better or worse i put most of myself in my filmmaking and in my storytelling um and what i my really my main goal for this whole thing was to tell just a real honest story that people of my generation could connect with and also was just to really just experiment with some weird filmmaking as well because i feel like This this uh this story had an open opportunity to just get really weird, and just do stuff that we haven't really done before.
0: Yeah. Today we shot the entire episode with a fourteen millimeter lens, and that got
1: weird. It got really weird, but I was just loving every minute of it. I was just yeah. like, man, this is. I was just like, go, just going closer and just make it look weird. That was just my my goal for you was that was it. I was yeah. just like, get close and make it weird. And I was really happy with what we shot today, so far. And I've been happy with everything that we have shot um, yeah. for the past month. Uh, I'm really pumped. I've been editing as we've been filming, and I'm just... I mean, like, it's the best thing that... So far, it is the best thing that I have ever shot. Yeah. So far. And what do you think about it so far? It's one of the best
0: things I've shot. And, I mean, it's this the the color. I've been coloring as we've been shooting, too. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite color correction jobs or color grades so far. And I think, like, it's it's really interesting the way that we've gone about reducing this with, like, the shorter shoot schedule, the shorter shoot days. About and,
1: two days a week is what right, we've been shooting,
0: yeah. Usually about 10 hours Yeah, of shooting total. It's like, it's very unconventional for the film industry because mm-hmm. normally you do 10 to 12 hour days. Like on a feature film, yeah. you would do ten to twelve hour days, uh, like five or six days a week, Yeah. and we're doing. It, 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 we did it this way specifically because of one of the actors' availabilities. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was it was really interesting, and I I liked it almost more that way because you did you like edited as we went and I colored as we went. So once it's all said and done. Like, it's going to be really easy to finish this.
1: Oh, yeah. You really just have to, like, I'm going to edit this episode, and then all you have to do is just come over and just, like, plop in what you've already colored into right, right. what my edit is. And it's just going gonna, gonna to take, like, you know, minutes, basically.
0: Yeah. And so it's, it's, like, it's very interesting way. And, and I liked it because it, it, too, it's, like, we didn't really take up weekends, which
1: is nice. Yeah. And it, it was Mondays and Tuesdays. That was really it. That's what yeah. we—that's what we filmed. Mondays and yeah. Tuesdays after six o'clock, for from like six o'clock till average eleven o'clock. Yeah, was what we were filming. Really? Right, and
0: yeah, it was just really nice because you know I got off work and we just came right and started filming and it was know, just I this groove like,
1: it was this groove that we, we just got yeah. into and it was just like alright let's do this let's, yeah. let's, let's go film this and on way. like
0: on super long film days when you go doing 10-12 hours everybody's tired super tired By the everyone's
1: end the tired after lunch right. once lunch after lunch happens everyone's right. just like I just want to go you're home you're
0: just regurgitating something you heard on Movie Crypt
1: yesterday <laughs> but it was a, it was right though it is it was right fucking it fucking right, right it's though. very true Joe right. Lynch was right it's just funny because I know exactly where you heard yeah that. <laughs> Joe Lynch, everyone go listen to the Movie Crypt podcast. It's a lot better than ours. First. After you... No, no, no. Ours is
0: great. <laughs> listen to ours first. Um, There's a lot more drinking in ours. First. Yeah. But yeah... It, there's it, a lot
1: more drunken rambling going on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Predator. Predator. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah. No, I really liked it because everybody came ready to work each day. And because it was a shorter day, we didn't have to...
1: There was no bullshit. Right. You know, it was just like, all right, th- I... I would write up the shot list really like the night before, like two nights before. And it was just like, all right, I got this. We're going to do this shot. We're going to do this shot. We're going to do this shot. Boom. This reaction here. Insert, insert shot here.
0: We didn't drag anything out unnecessarily long. Or no,
1: it was just like, I, I mean, fortunately I knew what I wanted, which is always good <laughs> when the director has a vision. And it's yeah. just like, this is the shot that I want. This is how I want it to look. You know, I mean, that's how it should always be. Yeah. But, you know, um, but I mean, I, I've, I've done short films where I didn't really know exactly what I wanted, but this one, I felt very confident on what I wanted, and I was just yeah. like, I, I think I was very, um, it was very easy for me to convey to you what I wanted, and you knew Definitely. what I wanted, and you would add your little spice to it to right, just kind of right. like amp it up by ten, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I, I think it's um, it's been really going really well, and so the interesting thing about this short—we keep saying it's a short—but really, you're gonna you're gonna release it on Instagram in what? Yeah, so episodes? yeah,
1: so what I did was oh, see, okay. So here, the origin of this is back in like January, February. You were, uh, we 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 both have been doing the edit every damn ever edit every damn day challenge. Yep. And um, where we edit uh, one minute or less than that uh, video to Instagram, and we post it every day on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, back in January or February, you were doing many um, episodes of your trip to Bali. Yeah. And I found those episodes so captivating, and I really just like – I, I waited for them every fucking day. I waited for them because I was just like, "Oh, I can't wait to watch this! I can't wait to yeah, watch yeah. this!" Because you would just—it was the perfect uh, synchronicity of like narration, editing, and storytelling. Thank you. I thought, and you're welcome. You did a fantastic job on those, and I'm still waiting for the last episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, we'll touch on that. But um, but what Alden did was he really crafted a. Uh, a I don't know how many episodes that you did of it
0: but um I think it's a 10 right now
1: you did like a 10 uh, minute or 11 minute uh long story and you condu- condensed it to 1 minute episodes and so every uh, every uh post or every episode told a story in 1 minute and i found that fascinating because i saw no one else doing that on instagram until that and i was like man what if you could tell a narrative story in 10 in 10 minutes but tell it in 1 minute increments so one each minute would tell a story but then you would put all 10 together and it would tell one cohesive story yeah and i couldn't get that out of my fucking head and i kept being i kept trying to think of like what could you do and what what story could you tell with that like how could how can we take this idea and turn it into uh, narrative storytelling. And then I finally, in, in March, I just had this burst of energy where I was just like, I, I went through all these just shitty relationships, and I was like, how are all these uh, relationships connected? And I was like, all right, all these relationships have been connected through my phone. Okay, how, how did I meet all these people? I met all these people through dating websites, through social media. And so I was just like, how did those things affect my relationships and my life? And so I, I started to really just dive into that, and I really just started to dissect it. And I was just like, what were the problems that I was having with these these apps that were affecting my love life? And, you know, I, I grew up on movies and Bruce Springsteen music, and so, like, my views of love have been very skewered towards that like um uh love at first sight you know and so i was like how does how does one who believes in love at first sight deal with love in the age of social media yeah and that's that's the idea that i really couldn't get out of my head and i kept thinking about how my choices as a romantic affected the women that i have loved and so I really just started to write it out. And so I came up with this, um, with this story of boy meets girl through dating app and how social media, how texting, how your phone, how all those things just affect a relationship. Basically how, like, love is a very simple thing and how us as humans bring all of our baggage to it and make it something that is very, very, very complicated. And that's where, that's basically the genesis of, of the, the story, yeah. basically. I don't want to give anything away because I want you all to go watch it because I think it's the best work that we have both done, Definitely. to be honest. I, I mean, every, every time that I see that I go over the shots when I'm editing, I'm just like, God damn it, man. Like, Alden just fucking nailed it right here. You know, he's just like, he's elevating his game so hard, and he's elevating the story as well, you know, it, it, your camera work plus that story I think it just puts it over the top than what it should be yeah, no, I mean, it's
0: it's been a lot of fun and and it's uh, surprising how many of the ideas that we've had have have come have seen fruition because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like we, we have a lot of ideas usually that we're like, oh well, that one. Now we're not gonna be able to do that one. And with this short, we were just like, all right, here's my. You'd be like, here's my idea, and I'd be like, all right, let's tweak it this way to make it this much cooler. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, it just hit the
1: nail on the head. like, Oh yeah, definitely, of the time. definitely, dude, definitely ninety-five, ninety-nine percent of the time, I would say. Um, it's just it, that's. I mean, that's what I love about our relationship. Is just like I can be like, okay, this is like what I have in my head do this shot do this shot and then you can be like okay well I'm just going to like push in on here and I'm going to get like really uncomfortably close right here or we're going to do with this lens oh how about we do this instead of this and I'm just like yes let's do this let's just experiment you know let's just like go for it you know and I mean that's I'm not I'm not afraid of your input I feel like we bounce off each other really really well yeah and I feel like we elevate each other even more because I can just be like, "Yeah, I, I, we can do this shot," and you're just like, "No, let's do it this way," you know. And it, it becomes ten times better. Yeah, I think we're both
0: definitely like we're accumulating skill to to the point where like we've we've failed so many times already that oh, we're like, so many times we're like, "No, dude, that that's not gonna work. We've done that before, and that's yeah. not gonna work." Like from from both standpoints, not just me telling you, obviously. Yeah, 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 Like we've both been we've both like tried to do things and made mistakes and and like yeah. We've we, tried
1: many waners that have failed. <laughs> right.
0: We have one that's like really great but also really terrible.
1: Yeah. I I think the five minute opener in Ushers is pretty fucking great. Uh,
0: no, it's pretty great. But the lighting, is a, lighting yeah, <laughs> is a bit harsh. that's what I going to say. It's a bit
1: harsh. Look, I didn't
0: understand lighting then, all right? Look,
1: I was 20 years old and had $1,000 and I was trying to get a feature film made. <laughs> yeah. And my
0: understanding of lighting was, okay, you have a light, you put mm-hmm. it as high as you can, and then you aim it right at the subject. There's a lot of that. That's, like, not... That's, like, the first step of... Not how the light is.
1: <laughs> there was no bouncing off walls in that. Yeah. Yet. There was just, like, light is right on Joelle's face because we don't know how to fucking light him.
0: Yeah. And and also, it was just, like, pointless to do any lighting because we didn't actually have... Con- one, we didn't have enough lights to actually light a set. Yeah. And we, we also didn't have control of the lights that were on the set. Like Not we, at all. We were shooting at a movie theater and... There were such
1: long hallways that just like it was pointless. It was pointless to fucking light those.
0: And I I mean, I think we only rented that package, that light package, for like a week or two.
1: No, Um, that was free, dude. Well,
0: but I mean, we only had it. Oh yeah, yeah, we had
1: it for like the the majority of the time that we were in the movie there. I think maybe for like the last couple days we didn't have it. I don't think we used it every day. No, not at they all. We like, used it for the first day, definitely. Yeah. I think for Kerwin's and my scene in the hallway, we definitely used it. I don't know. That scene looks pretty good. With Kerwin, Kerwin's pretty fucking prime lit in I'm that scene. I'm pretty
0: sure that was just the shitty overhead lights in there.
1: Probably.
0: I think I, like, looked at the lights and was like, okay, sit here. <laughs> you will look good if sit you sit here. Right
1: here, it the, looks okay. The
0: light is not going to to be directed at you, so if you sit here, it will look good. If Probably. I put up a light, it will look like shit. Not look like shit, but it will look like it's lit. Like it shit. looks
1: like yeah, it looks like these are two twenty-year-olds yeah. who have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah,
0: but yeah, no, I mean my my whole my whole knowledge of lighting at the time was just exposed properly. Yeah, and and to exposing properly meant just fucking flashing
1: the light at your your subject. And I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it uh, evened out pretty properly there.
0: Oh, well, no, I mean, there's also a very... A big mistake I made on the film was, like... I asked you, I was like, do you want this to be sharp? Like, in focus? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And so I, like, cranked the sharpness up on the camera, <laughs> which is, like, the number one thing not to do. Uh. And there are shots that I look back... I think everything that was shot on the five D three is fine, but the stuff yeah. that was shot on my Cannon my T two I my T two I, I like look at it and I'm like,
1: yeah. Um, Ushers, it's still it's Ushers it's still, is a great learning lesson yeah. of how not to make something. <laughs> Yeah. That's how I feel about it.
0: If you sponsor this
1: podcast, you can watch Ushers. Yep. If you sponsor this podcast, you can see Ushers. Hashtag Patreon. The hour and 30-minute movie that we made when we were 20 years old. Let's talk about Predator. Okay. Riff on Predator for a little bit. I gotta go take a piss.
0: All right. So, in all honesty, uh, we started watching Predator a little bit after midnight. And I dozed in and out for the uh, solid beginning of the second act. Nice. Um... So, yeah, it, it's a. Uh, what did you think it, of that
1: first act?
0: It's pretty much like you're. It's as 80s as you can get in a movie. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, 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 it's like, over the top. And, I mean, it, just that, the handshake alone that, that, uh. Starts out that, the movie. That, yeah, that Schwarzenegger exchanges with, um. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. That handshake alone is so iconic. I've seen that handshake in so many GIFs, but never knew where it was from. I finally saw it you in finally real saw life we today. So, yeah, this the whole film is just over the top in that sense. And, uh, I don't know. It, it, some of the special, all of the special effects are pretty lame. Um, but it's like, it's what you would expect from that day and age, I suppose.
1: I don't think it, I think, I think the invisibility is, is, doesn't hold up. It does, it does hold, not it, hold. it doesn't hold up. It does not hold up. Okay. Because
0: it's, I, I get what they were trying to do, but they just, uh, they didn't succeed.
1: Okay, okay. And that's that. But they didn't succeed. They succeeded for the time period that they were in. They don't succeed in 2018, where the whole fucking thing could be invisible, and we don't really know. All right, so, okay, basically, okay, here's my history with Predator right now. Is, um, back when I was a youngin', back when I didn't, I couldn't put two sentences together to form a a cohesive narrative. Um, My mom used to take us to... used to take me to walmart all the time she would always just go and like you know buy a a whole bunch of crafts and shit because my mom is really creative in that way and um i would always just migrate to the movies that was always my thing as i was i would always go to the back end of the walmart and i would just peruse through whatever dvds or vhs's were available and i remember coming across this vhs I remember two times in my life where Walmart has played a very significant part in my movie purchase. One time was the original Dawn of the Dead on DVD, which I still own, which is up there. I remember seeing that. Literally, my mom was pushing the cart. I pulled it off the shelf. I saw it, and I was just like, Mom, we need to get this. And my mom was one of those moms that was just like, God damn it, Kyle. God damn it, Kyle. And she also didn't give a shit what I watched. Which, for better or worse, has led me to this point in my life. I love you, mom. Um, and the ones in the one important time, right now, um, I was in Walmart and I pulled up a VHS of Arnold Schwarzenegger with a giant fucking machine gun, and it was just like all these like weird graphics, and it just said Schwarzenegger at the top, and it said Predator. Man, you got top billing. Of course he got top buildings. Fucking Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but... But, Go ahead. But um, I was just like... I was so fascinated by the cover art of it. I was just like... And Schwarzenegger was like my fucking dude growing up, man. Like, Total Recall, Running Man, uh, Kindergarten Cop, just Terminator 2, The Terminator. He just couldn't go wrong in my childhood. Schwarzenegger was my favorite actor growing up like he just couldn't do any wrong and so like i saw this and i was just like i need to see this i had no idea what it was about all i saw was just schwarzenegger with a big fucking gun And i was just like i am sold on this and so i <laughs> i pleaded with my mom i was because she she was always just like yeah i don't really care what you watch but like i'm not gonna buy this for you like your yeah, mom yeah, like yeah. what are people gonna think of me you right. know but it always just took up, Mom, come on, please. Please, Mom, please. And she'd be like, just throw it in the fucking cart. You know, you would just wear her down, you know. Throw it in, just the, just card throw it in the fucking cart, Kyle. <laughs> if it gets you to shut up. <laughs> um, so anyway, I convinced her to buy it for me, and I rushed home, and I watched it. And I was just, I, I'm like eight years old. Seeing this watching movie. An R-rated movie. Watching an R rated movie. Watching an R rated movie. Kathy and Chuck didn't give a fuck. Chuck was at work. He never knew. Kathy didn't give a fuck. All Kathy cared about was I wasn't in her hair for five minutes. That's yeah. all she cared about. Yeah. And so, like, I'm watching this movie and I'm just like, oh my God, this is the greatest movie ever made in human history. It's got guns. It's got Schwarzenegger, it's got the military, it's sci-fi, it's the got military. aliens, it's got fucking one-liners out the ass, it's got everything, and I was just, I've seen this movie so many fucking times growing up, <laughs> Like, like, it, it, it's so fucking good. Alright, but to reference the the Black Eyed piece,
0: where is the love? There's no romance in this film. Right?
1: You don't see that uh, the, the fucking side-eye that Schwarzenegger's giving the, the Colombian girl? No. There's no romance there. No. He kicks that gun. He's just like, when she's just like, she grabs the gun and she's like going to go shoot the Predator. And he's like, no! No! He does that because he loves her. He doesn't want her down. But does she die in the end? No, she lives, dude. You saw her on the helicopter. You Might have been saying, asleep you for, were that. for that point. All right, I'm gonna have to carry this whole episode. Hey, we riffed for like an hour. <laughs> We've before done we an hour. Down. We've done an hour without talking about the. Should movie. We, should we call this podcast something like uh, kind of re- reviewing movies? Almost reviewing <laughs> Predator. That's the entire podcast. Almost reviewing Predator. <laughs> um, but no, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, you got. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger, you got Coral Weathers, you got a whole bunch of people in this fucking movie. A whole bunch of nobodies. A whole bunch of fucking 80s icons right now. I'm gonna go Google this shit. Alright. Our main cast is Arnold Schwarzenegger, Coral Weathers, Kevin Peter Hall, Elpida Cardillo, Bill Duke, Jesse the Body Ventura, Sonny Landham. Those are our main um, uh, Green Berets in this movie. And uh, this movie was directed by John McTiernan. John McTiernan would go on later to direct um, Die Hard. He would go on to direct Die Hard 3, which I think is actually better than the original Die Hard. I'm a very uh, minority in that uh, opinion, but I actually like Die Hard 3 better than Die Hard. He would go on to direct uh, the, last, the Last Action Hero, which I think is one of the most underrated movies in the history of movies, to be honest with you. Um, this is his uh, second directorial effort. John McTiernan actually comes from, uh, interesting enough, the, uh, the Broadway uh, directorial uh, life he He actually directed numerous plays on Broadway before actually diving into uh, feature films, which is that which is very interesting because you wouldn't think that the guy who was responsible for Predator die hard the Hunt for Red October last action hero these very manly like very action films had originated through Broadway you wouldn't really think that, which is great because like he just really turned people on their heads you know um he actually later... He directed this movie called Rollerball, which was a remake of a 1970s film called Rollerball, and he actually... Um, he ended up getting into some legal trouble. He actually hired like a private investigator to follow one of the producers for some reason or another, and then he actually lied about it in court, and he got caught lying about it, and he was actually sentenced to prison time for a number of years. He actually just recently got out of prison uh, for this for this crime so he hasn't actually directed a feature film since 2003's basic very interesting um i actually would like to see him come back and direct a movie because he's actually one of um, the most unsung uh directors in uh cinematic history i feel like i feel like he's a very underrated director he has directed some of the best action films but i feel like he's as the stylist or director, he's very underrated. He does some very interesting choices in this film. There's a lot of interesting zooms in this film. I feel like he goes from uh, he does this oneer from like the uh, from Arnold Schwarzenegger crawling from one side of the hill to the other, and then he zooms in on the uh, Colombian uh, compound. And I feel like that was a very interesting choice that he did. Yeah, it's a pretty intense move. Pretty pretty intense, and then just. The whole staging of the action sequences I felt were just so phenomenal, and I felt they were very elevated for the, uh, especially considering that they filmed this in the Mexican jungle. I don't know how they pulled it off, but they did. Um, he just he he does a lot of uh, interesting camera work here. He does a lot of rack focusing for a lot of the uh, character dialogues. There's a scene between um the. The uh, refugee that they capture, and then there's a scene between her and Dutch that he rack focuses between her and Dutch Mm. in between their conversation. I thought was very interesting. Um, Not a lot of people do the uh, zoom in shots anymore, which I find I want to zooms are very seventies and eighties. I really want to bring back zooms, man. We need to get a lens that we can just zoom with.
0: I have a zoom lens.
1: Okay, good. We're gonna use it now. Um, I feel like it is a no one does it anymore. It is a very seven. Like William Friedkin, does it so fucking well in The Exorcist, in Sorcerer, and in The French Connection, and in A Cruising He does it well too. The, the zoom ins, just these long, just like slow, just zoom ins from a far distance, and it goes from like this very wide shot into like this medium shot, yep. and no one does that anymore. Yep, you need to bring it back. Really need to bring it back. Okay. That's our next goal with our next short
0: film. Our next short film is all zooms. It's just
1: slow zoom ins on a subject. That's all it's going to be. Um, but yeah, I, I, John McTiernan's direction elevates this film, but also I feel like the camaraderie that the actors um, share with one another elevates this film to a whole other level. We got Schwarzenegger, we got Carl Weathers, we got Jesse the Body Ventura, Um, we got Kevin Peter Hall, uh, Alipa Carrillo, Bill Duke, and uh, Sonny Landon, who I feel just have like so much chemistry together, that these very kind of just like one-note characters, they're very one-note characters, don't get me wrong, like there's... Very little character description to go off there, yeah. but I feel like their camaraderie with each other elevates it. We feel like we know these guys, especially yeah, yeah. in that helicopter scene uh, going to the uh, the drop off point. We kind of get to know ev- who everyone is in, in that one scene. Yeah. We know Jossi, J- Jesse the Body Ventura is just this smart ass. He's like, He's a bunch of slack draw faggots. <laughs> you know. And yeah. there's a lot of um, jokes that have been by the way um not pc yeah not pc at all um we get carl weathers is very like this guy who used to be part of the gang but now he's like he's taken a desk job you know and so he's kind of become a suit yeah Schwarzenegger. yeah very shady kind of guy Schwarzenegger is just kind of still like one of the guys who's just like i'm the leader of this team you know yeah and um and uh 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 Shane Black is very much like the wisecracking asshole, you know, who gets killed off first. Yeah. And we and we have the character Billy, who this Native American who kinda who he senses the predator before anyone else does, you know? Yeah. So we kinda we have this this guy who he can see the predator without seeing him. You know, and he, he just knows he's out there, but he can't quite put the mark on him, you know? Yep. and so I feel like the the chemistry between all the actors really just puts this film on a whole other level um, the the screenplay is very basic it's a very very basic premise you have military uh, soldiers in the jungle fighting with a alien yep. that's it yep. and what what I find very fascinating about this movie is we really, we we get to know these characters, we kill them all off we're only left with Dutch and then the way that Dutch has to outsmart this predator is by stripping himself of all of his weapons all of his, uh, his military gear and just using his instincts and using his basic training to outsmart this predator, this alien so he covers himself in mud because he knows that mud will cover him from the uh He'll the mask his heat. heat so
0: yeah. that the, the predator can't see his heat, the heat vision
1: exactly. And so, and then he uses like a bow and arrow with like the uh, the gunpowder from his bullets, and he uses uh, like a, a tree trunk as a uh, as a, a weapon. So he, he really goes back to his primal instincts as a human to outsmart this predator. Which, I, I, that's what I love about the third act of this movie, is just how it just turns from, like, men on a mission to survival mode. Yeah. You know, that's what I really love about this movie. And then, this movie is basically, like, the ultimate 80s movie. It's just, you got you got everything going for it. You yeah. got aliens, guns, Schwarzenegger. It's it's the ultimate 80s movie. Over-the-top dialogue. Over-the-top. Over-the-top top action, You got for you, sure. They got you pushing too many pencils. Yeah, put the six of us in a meat grinder.
0: Yeah, you have you have stick uh, around. You have Arnold Schwarzenegger doing his best Tommy Wiseau (laughs) impression.
1: You didn't even know who Tommy Wiseau was yet.
0: Yeah, but he's doing a great job.
1: Oh, dude, no, dude, dude, dude. His accent—it doesn't even fucking matter
0: about. I mean, isn't Tommy Wiseau from like? Tommy Wiseau
1: is from like New Orleans, dude, or or Poland, something like that. Yeah, no, he says he's he's uh, from New Orleans, but he's actually from like Poland or something. Yeah. Nah, dude. I feel like '80s, '80s and '90s Schwarzenegger could never go wrong, dude. He just had so much fun. Sure. What, what Dwayne Johnson has right now, is what Schwarzenegger had back in the '80s and '90s. But better. But, but way. What you saying, Dwayne Johnson has it? Better? Yeah. No, dude. Schwarzenegger had it better. I think. I think Dwayne
0: is a lot funnier, just naturally.
1: I okay. I disagree. And I will show you Kindergarten and college, and I will show you Twins. Okay. Where you will see how Schwarzenegger handles comedy for okay. and it will top Dwayne Johnson. Alright. Those two films will top Dwayne Johnson. Did Dwayne you see Dwayne the Johnson. new uh, the new Jumanji? No I didn't but I asked Susanna about it. Yeah. And she liked it a lot. Yeah. It's really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> we... Let's talk more about Susanna. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Please. Um, I love you. Is really I want to be inside you. <laughs> that's a reference to Wet Hot American Summer, just in case anybody's wondering.
1: In case Susanna was wondering,
0: yeah. Yes, I apologize for the dark, twisted turns this podcast has taken.
1: It's not dark. Me and Susanna no, are meant to it's be it's together. Not,
0: it, it is twisted
1: though. Me and Susanna are meant to be together. It's just that's just. I'm how it's not going
0: to comment on that. I am going to say
1: that we got to wrap this up because I have to go pick up my is sister. Did she, she? She'll be there soon. Okay. Cool. So. Um, okay. So, what are your thoughts on the? Directing, acting, and cinematography in this film.
0: Uh, the directing was great. Uh, really, really interesting shot choice. A lot of like long, sweeping, dramatic movements that like they're basically wonders, but they they're done really well. And it's it's they're they're done at least for the time they were done atypically. Mm-hmm. Like you, they were really. Impressive technical feats. Um, so that, from both the directing and cinematography standpoint, is great. I think the acting is—it's uh, exactly what you would expect from an '80s film.
1: Not great, over the top, but hilarious. And it's—it's—it's just... it's, it's, it's one of those films where it's just like you just—you let it be what it is. Right. It's you know, like that, big Troll and little China. Exactly. You let it be what it is, and you just watch it, and you let it just take you.
0: On this right. Journey. Yeah, Kyle yelled at me because there's was, there's was a shot where like the the uh, local girl that they kidnap or that they take as a hostage, she's got zip tie handcuffs on her wrists, and there's a shot where one of the zip ties is around the wrist, and then the zip tie goes through the other zip tie, but it doesn't go around her wrist, and neither zip ties are tied tightly, so it's just it's basically just there as a prop, yeah. But it's not actually doing anything. He was like, it's. Just a movie, let it be. All <laughs> and I was like, "All hey, right, man." And then, and then when they throw a second gun to Carl Weathers and, and he's like stumbling around, and we were like making fun <laughs> of him, like, "Oh, I can't walk because I have two guns." In my hand. <laughs> yeah, I bought two guns. <laughs> and it's like it's it's so easy to pick apart these kind of films. Like even Big Trouble, if you like really go in on Big Trouble, yeah. If, I mean, you like, could yeah. pick it apart. And make oh yeah, so much you fun could, of it
1: You could fuck it up real yeah,
0: bad. But if you let it be what it is. It's almost
1: a funnier film. It's almost a perfect film. If you just let it be what it is and you just let yourself go on this journey that it wants you that it wants to take you on, it becomes a perfect movie. That's why Big Trouble is like one of your favorite films of all time. Absolutely, yeah. Because you just let it be what it is and you just go on that journey and you love it every time that you go on that journey and it never gets old. That's how I feel about Predator. I can just let myself go into this movie and I can just go on this journey with these Green Berets. Yeah. And it's just like, it's visiting old friends every time, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah, acting and directing and some talk great. Special effects.
1: Special effects don't really hold up, yeah. I mean, 1980s, yeah. yeah. Special uh, effects really don't really hold up that way.
0: Wh- whoever did the opening titles did a really terrible job because there's so much hair <laughs> on the titles it's like embarrassing how much hair in that the dude's gonna reach out to us and he's gonna be titles. like fuck you Alden and, Roth yeah and I'll be like hey man I got a documentary coming up I need some titles on for it
1: <laughs>
0: you can't put hair in these cause it's all digital I mean nope. you could technically but let's not you can put movie. hair in anything man yeah yeah, especially you not shaving down there Call back.
1: And on that note, <laughs> this has been the Untitled Podcast featuring Kyle Martin and Alton Roth. Yeah, where we uh, kind of talk about
0: movies and we talk about a lot of other things, and uh, we didn't beg for that many sponsorships.
1: Please sponsor time. us. Yeah, Shutter, <laughs> Row House Cinema, Pittsburgh Cultural District, literally anything. At Corona. We've been drinking. We drank a whole fucking case, case. of Corona tonight. Please sponsor us. GoPro, Mac, Sony. The only thing I don't want to be sponsored by is our
0: number 45. Let's not get into that. Yeah, But Colt 45, I'll
1: absolutely take a sponsor. I will drink Colt 45 until the day I die. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't care. Afro man thinks it's good. I'll drink it.
0: But we gotta go pick up Ava right? uh, So hit us up, hit me up on the twits, the tweeters. The twits? And uh, follow me on Instagram at Alden Roth too to see all my cool videos. I
1: make a video every damn day. Follow me at uh, supershramp underscore Kyle on Instagram. That's where you can reach me the best. You can see all my cool shit that I edit every damn day. Uh, until next time, this has been Kyle Martin. And some dude. All right, and thank you for listening to
0: the latest episode of Late Night, Like, and Nightmare. We are tuning in here for a little outro because uh, the first few episodes, you know, we didn't really have a name for this podcast. So we're just coming in and saying thank you for listening. Uh, We really appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen. Uh, Wherever you found this, it's available on all podcasting platforms. So please subscribe so that you can get this in your feed every week. Uh, We're really excited to bring you, hopefully, quality content that you can enjoy on a consistent basis. And also, we we host this podcast through Anchor FM. It's an app that makes podcasting very uh, accessible to everybody. And you can, like, call in
1: on Anchor and leave a message for us. Yeah, so call in, leave a message. You can uh, suggest a movie that you want reviewed. Uh, you can leave uh, your comments on the movie that we had reviewed previously. We'll tap, We'll put those in, like, the... Uh, the pot, the episode that's like going to come out afterwards, we'll put those in like the intro. Um, but yeah, leave, like leave any message that you want and, uh, just leave a like, leave a review. Um, uh, yeah. do it is what that you do. I really right.
0: appreciate it. If we missed something that you thought was noteworthy about a movie, let us know and we'll definitely like
1: discuss it in oh, the next yeah. episode. Oh, definitely. Yeah. If there's something that you guys, that you wanted us to talk about that we didn't, this message it like message it to us or leave or leave a voicemail of it, and then we'll talk about it before we review our our next movie, definitely
0: yeah, so anyway, thank you for tuning in and uh yeah, we already said all the where you can find us stuff, so yeah, thanks for listening. Peace out y'all.